cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, founder of Kiva Convections, Chrissy Palmer. Chrissy, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me. So when was the transformation of like the idea went in? You said, okay, we're the clones. There's one concept. We're going to move into the brand. Was it like an experimental period of time? Or was it one where like you got started, you saw the fit right away, and you were like, we got something here? Yeah, so it was no, it wasn't a right away. Um, definitely wasn't a right away. So we thought, okay, if we can't, you know, clones, we kind of thought maybe we do retail. So a Starbucks kind of experience, like maybe that would be the right fit for us to really sort of shape the shape the consumer experience and make it uh, more normalized for the cannabis consumer, more like a Starbucks or a Whole Foods, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then, uh, no, Scott was looking for real estate, um, for the dispensary and walked into a chocolate shop in Berkeley and was like, you know, light bulb moment. Oh, we'll do edibles. And, um, (laughs) he came home, he came home to me and was like, we're going to do edibles. And I was like, oh my God, no, please. No, I was not, I was not pro edibles. I, my mind instantly went to like the worst case scenario, and so he thankfully didn't listen to me, just kind of kept on going um, with the idea. And uh, and yeah, that's when, okay, edibles after, you know, after hearing the, the vision was, you know, let's make them taste better. Let's make them look better. Let's make them work better. Let's test them, right? Make sure that they deliver a repeatable experience that's measurable every single time. And we're not going to make these you know, hashy bong water brownies. Like we're going to make something delicious with the best, highest quality chocolate we can find. And we're going to create a brand um, that that does improve that consumer experience um, in the way that uh, that it really desperately needed at the time. Our conversations with, let's say, the East Coast uh, states that are coming online, are they, let's say, offensively like encouraging Kiva to come there and say, hey, we've got resources to help you do this? based on the brand and kind of the visibility and the understanding of the consistency, is it more offensive based or is it more your team kind of meeting them 50-50? How does that relationship work? You know what? It's totally both. I would say both. Yeah. We, um, we get hit up by, uh, we get hit up by states. We are actively seeking states and partnerships. Um, yeah, the partner, the partner picking, the state picking um, process. It definitely takes a long time to vet, vet the state and its regulations, vet the partner, their capabilities, and their kind of their interests. That's a that's a really big part of it. Is like making sure that your interests align and you don't have conflicts of interest um, along the way that will on either side of the table that will kind of prevent you both from uh, reaching your goals or um, or kind of executing on your vision. But yeah, um, we definitely get hit up by like by some states. You know, we might get hit up by like a, a small state and then have to go. Okay, is this is this state in our like you know two-year plan or our 10-year plan? Because it takes just as much energy to launch New York or New Jersey as it does like, you know, Hawaii. 
So you got to just kind of think about where, where, um, where your efforts are, are best used. Yeah, the partnership is so important. And I want you to bring up the, the two-way partnership with Garden Society. When I first read about it, I thought that was a phenomenal one, one that made a ton of sense and, and makes a ton of sense. So can you just share what that is and, and why you decided it, it was worthwhile? Yep. So we recently um, entered a relationship with Garden Society. Um, they are doing our manufacturing in um, New Jersey, and we are doing their distribution in California. And it's unique because Garden Society, first and foremost, is a brand, which is really cool. Like to see two brands coming together um, is a little bit of a different dynamic than like a, an MSO in a brand or uh, any other kind of combination. So because we both kind of get it from a brand perspective, we have, we're very much, our interests are very much aligned in that regard. And then, so that's like where, who we are both at our core are brands, then they are amazing at manufacturing and that's the area that they want to lean into. And then we do great distribution in California. And so by coming together, we can kind of offer each other these, these like side services that both are very key to growing our businesses in these in each of these states. So, um, and then Garden Society, Erin and her team, like Erin Gore is amazing and and they uh, woman owned and woman founded and woman run and like just beautiful products and love the brand. They've been around for a long time in California. So there's just like a good ethos and some good like feel good uh, energy there that works really well. Should consumers who are new trust Kiva to overcome some of their hesitancies with taking edibles for the first time since college? Oh, amazing. Yes. Okay. So um, I think what we have done as Kiva really well is make consuming edibles not scary. Like at our core, we've taken an experience that can be unpredictable, unreliable, and we've like we've boiled it down to something that is predictable and not scary, approachable, easy, easy to do and and very pleasant um, and measurable. So yeah, I would say um, for your new consumers of Kiva, like taste and quality is something that we take very seriously and we lean into really hard. So you're always going to get beautiful flavors and a great product quality, attention to detail in that regard. You're going to want to eat way more than just one or two. But if you're new, be careful, right? Start small. You can always eat more. That's the the public service announcement. Not idea. Were you ever close to closing up shop? And if so, what broke to alter your path? Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> early days. Oh God, early days. It was so tumultuous. Early days. So, um, yeah. Right after launch, like uh, maybe about nine or ten months in. So, like mid like September, October, twenty eleven. We were distributing. You know, this is out of the back of your Prius, right, or your backpack, whatever. It was very um, low key, and so um, we could distribute all over the Bay Area and um, up to Sacramento. We had probably like sixty stores in Sacramento, and then I think it was, uh, it wasn't state. I think it was like DEA officials came in and shut down like a bunch of the Sacramento stores, like just by storm started going in like one by one and shutting everybody down. And it was really scary. And so um, we brought our team together. We were like, you know, there's probably like 10 people that worked at Kiva packagers and um, people making the chocolate. And uh, we were like, all right, guys, you know, we're really sorry. This is, this is the end. Like, we're probably not going to be here. We're probably going to get raided. So like, you know, this is the end. And it was very somber. And it was like on a 
Tuesday afternoon. Next day, we're like going into work like, well, nobody came in and raided the facility. So I guess we'll make some more chocolate bars. Dream, smoking, or consuming session, three people dead or alive. Oh, okay. So (laughs) I'm going to borrow this from somebody else that I heard recently say this, Obama. Like, come on, right? How amazing would that be to, um, to consume with Obama? All of the Obamas would be great. Oh, the other one would be haters. Okay, so people who don't consume cannabis, I feel like, or are anti-cannabis, I should say. And then lastly, I would say uh, I would love to smoke a joint with my dad. You could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation. What would it be? Could be life advice. Go with your gut. Follow your heart, which is so hard. It's like, that's like just very hard advice to, or like hard stuff to action on, especially when you're young. Like it's hard to know what is your, like your gut. It's hard to follow your gut. Cause it's, yeah, it, it, you, you want to believe that like somewhere there's a guiding force helping you make the right decisions. But I think deep down, you really do know what's right and what's wrong, but allowing yourself to follow that, um, that advice, I think is super hard and probably takes a lifetime to, um, to master. But yeah, I would, uh, that, that would be my advice. Follow your gut, follow your heart. So Christy, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to buy Kiva products specifically for those here in New York. It might be interested, you know, where could they find you? Yep. So our website's a great place to start, uh, kivaconfections.com. Um, also our Instagram at made by Kiva. Um, we're on LinkedIn as well. Um, but yeah, and then dispensaries were carried in most dispensaries very soon in New York. We will be at most dispensaries. Um, so look for us. Yeah. <laughs> look for us in the, uh, in the legal, um, licensed market. Please help us out by, uh, by buying the legal products. That's what, uh, the industry really, really needs. Awesome. We'll link it all in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. So much fun. Thanks guys. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, 
your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.